Welcome to Shakti's podcast. At Shakti Health and Wellness Center, we practice medicine which deeply values the importance of relationship between doctor and patient. Our integrative medicine approach focuses on the whole person, is informed by evidence-based medicine, and makes use of integrative therapies to help you reach your optimal health and healing. We will stress the importance of prevention of illness as well as treating symptoms. In our podcast, we'll be covering topics in health, wellness, and fitness. Our goals are to empower you with knowledge to take charge of your health and live a healthier lifestyle. Well, thanks everyone for joining us. This is a really special episode of the Shakti Podcast. I am um, very excited to talk about the role of plants, um, gardening, landscaping with you all in terms of the healing power. We all know that, you know, I've spoken in details about herbs and spices. I give lectures on it, the role of its um, help in digestion and, and as an antioxidant. And as a relaxer, you know, calms down cortisol. We use rosemary. We do spices and herbs to do a lot of healing. We also know that nature and plants um, can help us lift our mood. Being out in nature can be very therapeutic for our health. Um, we know the role of gardening in terms of how, it, in terms of a movement and exercise activity, how it creates, you know, it helps us burn calories. It helps us keep our joints loose and moving. It also helps us with our happiness scores, improves depression and anxiety. And um, the role of plants, though, has many other layers that many people may not know. Um, it can be purifying. You can use certain plants like um, spider plants that add moisture into the air. English ivy has been known to soak up volatile organic compounds. Um, you can use certain plants to filter the air and help with certain allergies. Um, there's therapeutic roles like with aloe where, you know, you can use it as first aid um, for skin and the, for constipation. So there's many, many, many aspects of it. But what my guest is here for, uh, who is John Callahan. Thank you so much for joining us, John. Um, Thank you for having me. He has a wonderful uh, center. Uh, he's a landscape architect and Callahan Gardens is his um, company's name. And um, there's a great website for it, which we'll introduce later. But he, he is a landscape architect that has a very unique, I think, a relationship or a sensation that the role of plants can also add kind of a healing energy, has a vibration that, you know, is unique to each plant and the person that's interacting with it. So I really want to talk about that aspect with John. And um, John, if you could just start with, you know, I think you were telling me about when you were a child, you started to see... Um, kind of a therapeutic healing property to plants, right? And you, even though you didn't study it, you just kind of noticed how it helped you. Um, and you kind of were very natural at uh, the ability of putting things together. So maybe you can start with your journey in um, with architecture and with landscaping. Well, I was, my parents had a garden center for like 20 years on Falls Road. So um, I kind of grew up with that as my background. I used to, um, you know, play in the greenhouse when I was a kid. And um, when I got old enough, I think I was probably about four or five years old, maybe maybe younger. But anyway, when I got old enough, I started having my own customers because I have my own little potting table. And um, anyway, I noticed that the, the effect that the people had when they came in, how the plants and stuff really made, it really increased their mood. You know, there it was just a, it was just a whole different, um, deal a different sale so to speak than than 
what I'd ever seen in any other store. You know, your relationship with people over over the the plant, and depending on what they were coming in for, um, really, really, there was I, I noticed that people like to talk. You know, and the 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 excuse for them being there might might have been what they were coming in for originally, but then like people really seemed to open up over the process of gardening. So you felt like um, they were more relaxed. Um, it kind of lowered oh, the yeah. level just to be around in the garden. Yeah. I mean, the environment was really cool. I mean, the environment that we create and we, we kind of play with today um, is, is what we had at my parents' place. And you just, it, it, you know, you, you kind of like with landscaping and um, interior plants and, you know, you're creating atmospheres and it, and it, and it really kind of, um, you can really set a mood, a mood and a, a tone um, by the compositions you create. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes on property, we do this every other year. Sometimes we do it every couple of years, but um, you know, the, it's all about like the, 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 the smile that's on somebody's face is created by that or where the relaxation is created. I mean, sometimes we were, I'll, I'll work some, with somebody for six months to a year, just trying to figure out who they are and what they need and what their lifestyle is before we even do a, an install of anything just um, to make sure that we're not over installing, you know, for their so, um, place. Do you think that there's unique um, relationships that people have with um, as an individual, as a family with certain plants that would do better because of a energetic principle? I, there's definitely, I mean, there is definitely some properties where the homeowners are more involved and in stuff on their properties and are outside and engaging with it it seems like there's a harmony between the inside and the outside of the house that's created. Um, there's no question. And then there are some that are, that are set up so that, you know, there's a d- d- division that we take care of everything on the outside. And it, it's just a different deal. In other words, um, the flow on a property where the homeowners involved heavily um, with picking things out and choosing, you know, what they like is I think much more, um, it's increased and that and as opposed to like when you're working with somebody and they don't have the input, you're just producing it. It's the same thing, but the, it seems like the plants do differently. In other words, yeah, I think even the plants know that the homeowner is involved with them from a standpoint of taking care of and nurturing them uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. as opposed to the individual who just says, hey, you know, I want this done and you do it tomorrow and then you're going to take care of it the rest of the time as well. Um, the plants know that too. So you, <laughs> you, know? So you think it's more so, than just the aesthetics, like the colors or it's, it's actually – the, whatever the plant is giving off that attracts someone to certain plants? Oh, I, I believe so, 100%. I think, you know, plants like like pets, you know, mimic their personality of their owner, <laughs> you know. Um, so, and that's the thing, too, is like, you know, like I try to get um, in our designs, I try to get as much enjoyment when you're inside the house as you do when you're outside, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it's important to silhouette windows and, it's important to have placement off of the angles of the house to be able to soften that up, to be able to kind of like, you know, it looks like a good haircut when you're done, but you can enjoy it inside and outside and more really from the inside than the outside because up until COVID, most people were inside of their homes and um, they really weren't outside, you know. Yeah, no, so. this is really important because I think most of us with either the stay home or safer at home orders, uh, we all know that um, – our homes are now becoming our sanctuaries. And so to create a feeling of comfort and nurturing at home is really important. And I do think that there's a lot of value to gardening in general and, and plants and, and obviously landscaping the backyard and um, even in your home. So can you give us some tips on how someone can approach this in terms of wanting to add 
plants or how do you start the process? I mean, you start by figuring out where you're living, mm-hmm. you know, and then you used to work from that area. Sometimes we go in and we strip the, if it's an old house, we'll go into those areas where we're kind of like the old patios and stuff or old decks and things. And we kind of assess it. We'll go in and we'll, we'll kind of remove a lot of the big mature stuff that is overgrown. And then we kind of do a, an assessment as to what the specimens may be on the property, if there are any, and kind of like put it back so that it looks more, um, you know, updated, you know, it's not, not all overgrown and congested. So mm-hmm. um, that's usually the first step. And whatever your budget constraints are, I'm in a very unique situation. So, um, you know, we, uh, we, I mean, I, I'm really allowed to use my creativity without doing a lot of formal designs and drawings and things. Um, majority of my customers just kind of let me do my own thing, um, which is really unique, you know. So, um, but you kind of have to have an idea of where you want to begin and where you want to end and not to try to stretch a dollar because, you know, we, it's kind of lost then. You know, you're better off using all your money in one location and budging for the future as opposed to trying to, uh, you know, take a, a, a $500 budget and stretch it over two acres because you're not going to get any bang for your buck. You'll be, you'll be disappointed, I think. Um, so, you know, basically, uh, that's it. I mean, and definitely a trip to local nurseries, um, or if you get your, your contractor, if you have a contractor to take you to a couple of nurseries, people don't realize what's available. You know, um, a lot of the retail stores around town, um, there are a few who do it really well. Valley View is one of them. Um, they have a really amazing, uh, collection of West coast material and, and local and native and perennials and annuals and stuff. Um, that, uh, you could really produce a decent project out of there. Um, so the, um, the biggest thing is understanding what's available so that you can, that's what I do for my customers is that I don't just use one nursery. I'll probably use 15 or 20 and the East coast, West coast, um, you know, and, and anything in between in order to give a palette of, of, of different things, different aspects, textures and color and uniqueness of, of, um, structure to be able to create a, a really, every, every project we do is different. It's not cookie cutter. There's so, not a one. So, but there is a unique relationship with a person and their, and their particular plants that they're interested in. That's kind of what fascinates me is that there's an energetics about it. Um, so your suggestion is also to get people involved, to decide, you know, what is going to be in your environment. Maybe take a, take a walk through um, areas where you can have access to lots of plants and understand like maybe really pay attention to how it makes you feel. Do you have any personal journey that you can share with us about, you know, how you figured out that plants can add like a, you know, calming value or, or some sort of increase your mood or just to create a peace sensation in, for you? I mean, myself, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I talk about not a job I have. I mean, like I just have a love. So like, I mean, I don't, my, my career has not been a career. Um, it has been, I mean, I love what I do every single day, you know, even, even with the bad stuff. So, so like, you know, for me, um, you know, I would start my day out. My, there's a nursery down the street from my house. I would stop at when I was a kid and I was, well, as soon as I started driving, I would stop there first and hang out there for an hour in the morning and then go to my jobs, you know, and the stuff and I would hit all the nurseries and stuff. And, and, you know, it was just really neat because every place you went to, had a different person who had a different experience and a different knowledge and everybody was very grounded and very, you know, into the, the work as far as what they were growing and what they were sowing as far as their seeds and stuff. It was just kind of a, it was just really a neat, neat way to grow up and wait to get to step into the business. So, um, 
you know, as far as uh, how it how it's played in my life. I mean, wow. I mean, there's just been so many different aspects of it that it's just been so therapeutic. You know, when you come into like understanding, you know, caliper and size of trees and time and texture and color and understand the depths of color. Um, I mean, and then and the, and the how many different shades of, of like green there are and red. And I mean, it just, you know, it, it's endless, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, and how that affects you as a person is also um, pretty endless, you know. So, you know, if you can imagine going into a, a an institutional setting and what that feels like and then going to Longwood Gardens, which is also an institution, but it's surrounded by plants and trees that are very old, um, how that actually can um, – how you can actually um, – feel the energy that's, you know, produced by them. And, 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 and there are some negative landscapes too, where you can walk into where it's so chaotic, you know, trees along a driveway, um, energetically can increase the speed, how close they are together. Um, I mean, like there are just so many subtleties about how plants and trees and shrubs affect how you're, you know, how you react and, and, you know, with them. Um, and you know, the proper landscape and the proper gardens and the flow around a property, um, can you know it, it, it is amazing walking it's like breathing you know there are some you walk on that are just so chaotic and overdone that you just have to kind of take them apart and simplify them and work off of the strong things and then energetically the, the property feels better you know yeah um, so i think you're, you're, you're speaking to something that also is probably true of most of our lives and and this is a message that we try to sell you know send it to shuck these simplify decrease clutter you know, simplify your life. Less is more kind of a concept. You know, you don't have to pack your day full, have downtime, have some time for peace and quiet and also contemplation and enjoyment of nature um, and, and really understanding the role. Like sometimes, you know, we get worked up for certain things and we don't know why or we we don't we don't understand why we're so upset about something. And it might be our environment. So it's nice to point out that, you know, even outside the nature, the landscaping, and inside our homes, the way things are positioned, clutter, the presence of it or not, can really affect our mood and our energy. So I think it's really important, like what you're saying, is that what's outside and also even with our plants, we have to be mindful of what how things make us feel. And we can use that as a tool because that's what we're also looking for is tools to help us heal, tools to help us thrive. And um, and plants absolutely can be that. But again, you could say also that too many plants in the using too much of it can also be a little bit chaotic. So that's important. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, like, like you can definitely get triggered by the outside of your home for sure. Um, I mean, particularly now with what's going on, you know, if your place is, if you're living in a cave essentially, cause everything's overgrown um, and then you're inside that house and the light's not coming in the house the correct way. Um, it's kind of amazing, you know? So you, you're, you're just perpetuating, any kind of negative and, and, you know, depression you may be playing with or having struggling with, um, you know, so like sometimes just changing the light in a room from the outside makes a huge difference how you live on the inside, um, which is, um, it's amazing what light will do. And that's why, you know, it's really important when we do, when I, when I used to do projects, I would spend a lot of time inside looking out of the windows where the people would stand Interesting. Um, Interesting. and hang out because like I realized that they're walking into the house from the garage to the kitchen and probably to the bedroom um, and spend very little time in their living rooms or their dining rooms. So you want to kind of landscape for those areas because the rest is just a show. So, you know, for the outside. But really, when you're living, you really need to create that space for yourself so you're just as pleased looking out 
and and light's huge because light affects color in your house. Light affects how you feel in the morning, um, how you sleep. You know, it's just a whole bunch of uh, different factors that are controlled by yeah your plant your plants that are outside. Yeah, they, you know, they can tell you whether um, they can give you signals on what you're doing wrong. For example, like you said, with the light, if we have if we don't have light in the morning, that's coming in and waking us up. It can also affect our hormones like melatonin and our cortisol levels, which can keep us feeling groggy and unrested. So I like that um, you're looking at it as a plant point of view, but it can also affect our health. I think there's a lot. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I said I think there's a lot of overlap between um, the way we care for ourselves and the way we can help nurture our plants in our home as well. So I like that synergy that that's suggested. Well, you can definitely tell um, by a person's property the level of uh, love and care that's in the home. I mean, it's really amazing, like like the amount of effort that's taken by the individual of maintaining the home, you know, with their landscape and with their plants and yeah. stuff. A lot of nurturing goes on. It just doesn't happen by, an, by a contractor coming out and just putting plants in the ground. Um, the people who are in that environment all the time have to be able to be a part of that to be able to have a success because otherwise, if you don't have irrigation, things dry up and die. And, um, you know, and, it, and, it, and you can replace all day long, but you're not getting you're not growing anything. And, you know, from my standpoint, I've been I've been, you know, I have probably well over 100 acres that I maintain individually. In other words, in total, it's probably 100 acres. And and, you know, they all have various different aspects of tremendous degrees of nurturing in order to keep them the way they look, you know. Yeah. Um, so it um uh, and it all has a vibration to it. I mean, you definitely can, um, you know, money can buy some incredible landscapes, you know, but money can't necessarily buy the heart that's put into it by your installer, <laughs> you know. So you can definitely see, like, somebody, I can walk into a property and tell who, who's been there and done work, basically, by looking at the plant choices that were chosen. Nice. And, and you know, like a commercial landscape versus a residential landscape versus an artful landscape. Um, and there are three different, completely different ones that get mixed up all the time, um, you know, and, and, and the maintenance expenses that are created by them, which cause chaos on the, in the, in the pocketbook, um, which then also affects people's moods and stuff because the stress yeah. involved in maintaining a high maintenance landscape is no different than the stress involved in a lifestyle that's high maintenance as well. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. a lot of stuff. I think that's true. I think the role is to simplify, add add gardening, add plants to your life, but it doesn't have to be the world's best landscaping and, and full of so many different options. I think simple is better. Um, I think that I just wanted to reiterate and thank you for your help, John, in talking about how amazing plants can be in our life um, as, as everything we've discussed, but also in terms of um, creating our sanctuaries, which our homes are becoming so much more important in terms of our livelihood, as well as our sense of peace. Cause we don't right now as in August of 2020, we don't know when the end is in sight so far, it could be another six months of this type of lifestyle for us. So our homes are becoming much more important and our sanity as a result of that. So we want to kind of put effort into our home and create good lighting and add the right amount of plants as well as know that there's a vibrational energy and an energetics to the plants that we pick. So it's exciting for me to talk about this as an option for healing because there is such a big role that um, you have also kind of commented on. And I wanted to just leave with um, 
that you are in Baltimore, outside of Baltimore, right, John? And Callahangardens.com is your website. Is there another way to get in touch with you or to find out more about you? Is that the website? Uh, Facebook, I'm sorry, Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Um, we have that. Just uh, sorry to be. Okay. We'll put, those links, we'll put those links um, attached to the podcast. But, yeah, um, I did. I wanted to mention another thing too. Like, you know, it isn't plants aren't just for the outside, like tropical plants now. Um, because of people trying to move back into the interior of their homes for, for fall and winter um, are sometimes really therapeutic. And in other words, really, I mean, they're like furniture, except they soften up the furniture on the inside. Mm. Um, you know, it's kind of amazing what you can do with tropical stuff um, in the interior of the house. And it does, it cleans the air and it, you know, it, it kind of like, again, um, softens things up and creates another atmosphere inside. And you can light them up just like you do the outside stuff to create all kinds of different, uh, you know, effects and relaxation. It's kind of, a, it's kind of a really neat. It's a lost art now because no one, tropical plants interior um, for a residential um, were a big thing back in the seventies and eighties and then kind of went away. Uh, but I could definitely see a reinsurgence coming forward because of all the time spent in the homes. Um, it's really a, a, a lost accent piece to your environment inside. So that's a great point. Thank you very much for being with us at Chakti. And um, I really hope that uh, people get some good inspiration to try to get out there and start gardening themselves, as well as to get more out of nature and get, you know, the right plants around them. Yeah, and thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks, John. Okay. Thanks for, thanks everyone for joining us. Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. You can follow us over Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and drop us some suggestions for future topics and any questions that you might have.